How's it going, young people? Welcome back to the Young People Podcast. It's conversations with young people on passion, purpose, and lifestyle. My name's Lockie. I'm your host. And today, joining me is Noah Crawford. Noah is officially the youngest person to have ever graced the Young People Podcast at 18 years of age. He's currently in year 12 at school and on the brink of entering his HSC exams. We talk about the stress that is placed on students during that time, as well as visions and plans for the future that is just on their doorstep. So it's a really exciting episode, especially if you are a year 12 student currently in that space at the moment. But here it is, Noah Crawford. Gracing the Young People Podcast studio is the man himself, Noah Crawford. Welcome <laughs> to the studio, man. Thank you. Yeah. Noah's here, man. This is exciting. This is good because uh, just straight off the bat, before we dive into it, uh, you are the youngest podcast guest we've had on the podcast so far. Lucky me. I know. For the, for the Young People <laughs> Podcast, it's, the, it's a debate that we talk about a lot in terms of the age bracket for the podcast. <laughs> we like to say it's like 16, um, 16 to, to 30, I guess, is the Young People Bracket. So yeah. just straight off the bat, how old are you? I am 18. 18, nice. And just. before we get into your story, we have to, we ask this question to every single podcast guest. Okay. What did you have for breakfast this morning? I didn't. Ah. <laughs> See, I, I had, um, I was playing bass at church, so I didn't have time. I had to quickly pack everything and run. Yeah, yeah. So, are, you, are you someone that generally skips out on breakfast if you're in a rush or? If I'm in a rush, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then I'll make myself something. Like if I'm at school, I've got a whole stash of like apples and yeah. peanut butter. And oh, do you like, have you got, have, do you keep stuff there? Yeah, I've got an entire shelf that's just mine. <laughs> Is that like in the student kitchen area? Yeah. And you've just got like, this is Noah's shelf. And yep. it's just like your yep. stuff. I love that. That's, <laughs> that's so good. That's so good. All right. No, that's cool. That's cool. You're not the first person to uh, to not have had breakfast. We've had, but... Um, well, I guess I had, I had a Milo drink. I made myself a Milo drink when okay. I got to church. So yeah. That so that was the first thing you had was a, yeah. was a Milo, which, you know, which is a solid, uh, a solid, a solid breakfast. We'll make so, that my answer. Yeah. 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 And I... I Milo's Australian, isn't it? I, I know that we do have some international listeners. Milo's like chocolate. I like to think of it as chocolate sand. Do they have like... Um, I don't know. Nesquik? Yeah, Nesquik. They might have Nesquik. Or is they, Nesquik still Australian? I'm not even sure. I'm not right. even sure. I mean, I'm sure there is some sort of American equivalent, you oh, know. Of course. But, you know, yeah, Milo's great. I love my Milo. Anyway, there we go. We're getting hit, hitting the hard stuff really early yep. on here, which is good. The deep and meaningful. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, well, let's dive into you, Noah, the youngest podcast guest uh, <laughs> to have ever graced the podcast. So far, so far. So far. Uh, give us just a little bit of an introduction to who you are, what you do, and uh, what's currently happening in life. All right. So my name is Noah, as we've established. Um, yeah, I... I'm a year 12 student and I'm just finishing the HSC. Well, getting close to it at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm passionate about music um, and I'm going to become a youth leader quite soon. Um, and I'm passionate about that area of um, development in people's lives. And I know how crucial that these years can be um, towards where, where someone ends up later on in life. So, yeah, I'd say that I'm... People like to say that I'm a leader, 
Perfect. Um, so I've got those qualities already. Really, really good. Yeah. Really, really good because actually if only Jacob and I did an episode just recently on leadership mm. uh, where we talked about leadership qualities because it's a big thing for young people. So, And it's good. You're sort of like a, one of the a perfect candidates to come on as well, the fact that you're going to be going to youth work and everything. Yeah. And, you know, that's that really aligns with a lot of the stuff that we talk about in the Young People podcast talking about, you know, uh, like, for example, the whole leadership thing, yeah. how, to, how to establish leadership qualities as a young person. Um, awesome. That's really cool. So you're currently in year 12 HSC yes. exams. If Again, for the international viewers, um, listeners, that is our, our in Australia here, our end of, end of school exams, which is a stressful time for mm. a lot of people. Uh, Got and, that right. Yeah. And I believe that the time that this re- episode will be released will be, you know, around just that HSC time there. Um, so let's just dive into that straight away the whole school side of things sure. um have, uh so you, you you currently attend um greenpoint christian college yeah um have you gone there your entire life i've gone there since you're eight yes you're eight cool awesome yeah. great um was it a christian school before that or was it um uh so um from kindy till year three i was at copacabana public nice and then i went to the coast christian school in bensville mm-hmm. and completed um primary school and then yep. i was lucky enough to get into gosford high but then i got bullied there and so i was like nope not having yeah, that Yeah, right cool. and then i just went to where dad worked um yeah yep that's right yeah yeah, yeah. awesome really good cool okay so i've already had a few different schools there mm. um coming into year 12 now <laughs> yes all right exciting time finishing <laughs> What's your, what's just your overall emotions about this, this year so far? What has it been like for you? Have you managed to, uh, to stay on top of things or just, just how has it been? Well, for me personally, I kind of, I'm kind of blessed with having a bit of a keen mind and not having to study to stay on top of stuff. So it's just been a bit of a cruise. Um, and I definitely could have tried harder, but also, this year has been a great time for me to be able to develop some skills in being able to um, study effectively and keep on top of everything. But yes, there have been times when I've fallen behind. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 for sure. And everyone has. You know, it's, it's 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 a roller coaster. Mm. It's a roller coaster. Uh, one of the things that that, that Jacob and I have sort of talked, spoken about a lot in the podcast is, especially around sort of those 18, 17, 18 year olds as they come towards the end of schooling is the insane amount of pressure that is sort of placed on you. It's like this focal point in your teenagehood (laughs) where you come to the end of school and there's so much pressure on these HSE exams. And we've sort of spoken about how school is sort of like this, this bubble, this little comfort zone. And you're coming to the end of that and it's really intense. Like there's a lot of pressure. Oh yeah. 100%. Like, have you felt that pressure? Have there been any instances where like, like friends around you have been really been feeling that pressure as well? Like what has that been like you in, you know, you're literally living it right now? Yeah. Well, like some people at school have literally locked themselves in their rooms for the entirety of the holidays (laughs) just so they can study because they're that stressed about it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But like it's, for me, it's not that sort of stress. Um, the stress sort of comes like I know that I'm going to be an adult. Well, I am now, but like <laughs> living yeah, the yeah, life yeah. of an adult soon. Yeah. Like I've got to worry about uni. I've got to worry about getting a job and, you know, thinking about the future and all that. And so like that sort of stress is built up to the point of like everyone else is applying for unis already and mm. like doing early entry and stuff. And I'm here like, I don't know how to do any of this and I'm too scared to find out. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I only recently just like, yeah. I went to the um, 
careers counselor or whatever and i i I sorted that out i finally conquered my fear (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. i mean and that's a big fear like you Mm. know like i said that comfort zone because it's all you're there five days a week Mm. for what 13 years Mm. it's intense yeah (laughs) like like that is all you know those are your friends that is your whole lifestyle Mm. and I think it's really good to sort of have the perspective that you had that you had where you you know you are sort of thinking that you know you're more looking ahead to sort of getting a job and a career and stuff and you're sort of not worrying about just like the this this built up stress of year 12. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so you definitely say that you're not someone who has sort of crumbled under this stress. You've you've, you've been taking it quite breezy. Yeah. Well, I I kind of I know for myself that underneath it all I'm a bit stressed, but I just yeah. cover it up with Netflix and YouTube and, you know, <laughs> video games and yeah. just jamming the music. Yeah, yeah. That, that's interesting, actually. I mean, for me personally, that was I was quite similar as well. Like, it is stressful just naturally. Like, of course, it's like yeah. literally the end of school and you're like, there's these crazy exams that sort of, you know, make and break everything, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I sort of just spent maybe too much time, yeah, playing video games and stuff like that, <laughs> watching movies with friends. <laughs> Yeah. Do you find that like, do you, do you use that as sort of a a release for you to just relax from studying or like, do you, are you aware of sort of the balance of study and relax? Yeah. Relaxation in terms of your life? I am. And I know that the study definitely overpowers how much um, I should be um, studying. Yeah. (laughs) So study overpowers, you'd say. Yeah. Like I mean that my focus is way too much focused on procrastination and relaxation right, when it should right. be on study. Yes. Um, like I know that there's that imbalance in my life. Mm, mm. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's not to the point of where both sides are fail One or both sides are failing. It's like still in balance, but like could be a little more equal. Mm. Yeah. It's a, and it's a problem that you see a lot sometimes, I guess the balance between like relaxation and, and hard work because mm. I mean, like you said, like having friends that have like literally locked themselves in the room, like, man, it, it's <laughs> insane. Um, but it's, I mean, it just, in my opinion, it's, it's so, it's so important to have that balance, to have that, you know, even if you, even in those weeks leading up to those exams, you can't just like, just absolutely beat yourself up about it. And, you know, just like, like you said, lock yourself in a room. Yeah. That that balance. Would you agree that that's something that's super important, especially for like kids and oh, those yeah. like end of school exams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think that I see too many people just burn themselves out and then don't get the marks that they want because their brain is just in lockdown mode. Mm-hmm. Like their their brain is so um, focused on getting the marks that they need um, or that they want, and they're so they've been doing all this work. Um, studying, getting to to try and get to that point, but then they get to that point, they get to that exam, mm, yeah. and their brain like chokes up. Yeah, it's like stage fright, but for your brain, that's what stress is. Yeah, and like I've I've known that because um I've kind of been interested in how the the body works and the mind works, mm. and so I've done a bit of um research on psychology and um yeah that sort of stuff, and so uh, yeah I know that the the when the brain gets stressed, it doesn't like to work yeah no absolutely <laughs> and so I've, I've done my best to avoid getting to that point good yeah. good ha- that was sort of gonna that sort of leads to my next question oh. have in the past year or so coming towards the end of school have you ever experienced burnout um hmm. i think in music i have 
in music because okay. that's one area that I'm yeah. really striving. Like like music at school? Yeah, music yeah, yeah, at right. school. Music yeah. at school. Yeah. Um, music outside, I'm fine. It's just, it's just <laughs> fun outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in school, it's like, oh, I have to play this drum fill this certain way or yeah. it's yeah, not yeah. going to get me the marks that I need. And so then I'm spending all this time trying to nail things perfectly and end up not being able to just drum naturally, mm. um, which I think like that's sort of like those people that you you see who um, are reading the sheet music or have remembered the sheet music and they're playing it exactly as, as it's written. Whereas I'm naturally the more type that just sits, listens to a song and then plays this awesome thing that goes along with it. Much like you, I've seen you, I've had you come in like, <laughs> oh yeah, this song. I have, I've listened to this, not really. And then you come in and you just start nodding your head and you just start ripping around the guitar. And I'm like, he's definitely listened to this. And then you haven't, but you're able to play it because yeah. you're, yeah. you're naturally, you've picked up things and yeah, you're able so to. So you're, you're definitely more of a feel yeah. player. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, the HSC sort of pushed me to come become more like a, a sheet music mm. reader, like point for point for point. Mm. Whereas that's not my strength. Yeah. It's kind of pushed me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to come back to that in a second. I will just mention for the listeners that I've also come into uh, to Noah's school and, and I'm helping out on guitar for some of their songs for the for the HSC there. But yeah, so I totally get it sort of because in, in real life, as we said, like real life music, <laughs> you're, not, you're not playing for marks, yeah. you know? Yeah. If you're playing a gig or something, if you're doing a recording, you know, recording with a band or something, it's not about getting marked or anything, mm. you know? It's just about what you're playing and enjoying it and the passion of it. Yeah. So, and that, I find that quite interesting as well because uh, we've had plenty of creatives here on the podcast, you mm. know, musicians, uh, we've had uh, poets, uh, artists, painters um a whole variety it's interesting to sort of put uh like like a ranking not a i don't want to say ranking system like just marking sort mm. of creative yeah things you know what i mean so i mean obviously like for english and maths but yeah when it comes to creative fields everyone's so different and mm. everyone has their own voice and their own vision and like you said like for you you're more of a field player yeah and it's sometimes with things like that when you've just sort of it's more that sort of like natural ability. It's sort of hard to like, you know, mark that on a, you know, yeah. marking criteria, right? Yeah. Is that something that you've sort of found with your sort of creative fields when it has come to yeah. school? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, I definitely agree. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's with actually is, I will ask you now, is music the only creative, creative subject you're doing at school at the moment? Um, what are you? So just roll yes. through your subject. Okay. So actually. I'm, I'm doing um, advanced English. Awesome. Standard math. Um, what else am I doing? CAFs, <laughs> which is Caps, community yes. and family studies. I do that too. Um, good nice. Time. Good, yes. good subject. Yeah. Uh, and PDHPA. And then, of course, music. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So I was doing biology, but I dropped it because it got a bit too complicated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. So yeah, yeah. That's, music's the only creative. Cool. Do you find that you, in your study, you tend to, actually, this is interesting. Do you find you tend to lead, lean into music a lot more when you're studying because that's what you enjoy? Or <laughs> alternatively, do you not study that as much? Because I know for me at school, I didn't study music as much because I've, not, not in sort of a, um, an arrogant sort of way, but I sort of felt that I was okay with that and I sort of spent all my time studying yep. Are you more kind of that? Yeah. You so, sort of neglect music a little bit when yeah, it comes which, to studying. Yeah. Which is not a great thing because we, um, 
for people that don't know, we have to do um, an oral, like a, we have to listen to a piece of music mm-hmm. in the HSC um, as part of our exam and we have to write down what we hear mm-hmm. in certain terms that we've been taught all throughout school. Yeah. But that sort of stuff, listening and then just picking one specific thing and having to write that down, I'm not very good at that. And so I know I need to study that more, but mm. because the subject of music and the, the just um, topic of music, I'm like, yeah, I've got this. I'm just ignore it. Yeah. And, yeah. and try and focus on maths, which I'm, you know, doing fine at or, mm. you know, any of my other subjects. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's sort of just like, yeah, music, go away. Yeah. I'll come to you later. Yeah. No, nah, totally. Totally get it. Uh, with those other subjects that you're studying, the, so the fact that some of those might not be relevant sort of moving into the future, you know, I mean, People always say like maths, you know, that you never use trigonometry in everyday life, which is true. I've been, what, five, five years out of school and I have not used, you know, all that crazy stuff. Um, anyway, Pythagoras and all that. Um, I haven't used any of that so far. Yeah. But how have you felt sort of studying those? How have you felt towards those subjects, studying them and knowing that you won't be really using those? Spoiler alert, you won't be really using those too much out of yeah. school. Do you sort of how do you stay motivated to keep to keep working at them well i guess because i i've wanted i've known since my first lesson um at greenpoint since year eight mm. that i've wanted to be a pe teacher and so yeah. i've known the prerequisites for that are a band five um in english and two mm. other subjects yes and so right. i guess the subjects that i've chosen do kind of determine what happens in the future but yep. yeah i um i do agree like i won't be doing the exact high-end maths that i'm doing now like i'll probably be oh yeah what's one plus seven again that's right legit yeah like but yeah so i think it's more maths would be more the problem solving side for me i like solving problems and especially Mm. with audio gear and figuring out how i can make leads run nice and (laughs) and not be able to like trip over everything um yeah, for, for English, like I'm going to be needing that for the rest of my life, but mm. I don't think I'll be, I don't want to be writing essays for many more years. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then for PE and CAFs, they're both um, PE-based subjects. So I, I think they're probably quite relevant quite for the, relevant. For the yeah, yeah, yeah. field I want sure. to go into. For sure, awesome, cool. Yeah. That sort of leads us into talking about your future a bit now. So mm. uh, just recap, I'm sort of, you mentioned, you did mention it earlier, sort of some of the future plans for you being yeah. uh, youth pastor. Um, what, any other ideas sort of as you move into the future? Yeah. So I've, I've always just loved um, helping people that might not have um, as much experience or as much knowledge or wisdom as mm. I do. And I'm not saying that I do. It's just, yeah. I, like, I like that idea. Like when I was, when I became a teenager, <laughs> I went straight into kids ministry because I, they 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 were younger and they were less mature than me and I um, knew what it was like to be them, um, and so I think like that's I still have that on my heart. It's just obviously now that I'm moving into a new stage of life, it's now shifted from kids to youth age people, um, which is throughout high school, um, and so I think that's that's something that's very dear to me, um, very close to my heart is making sure that um, Mm. kids feel loved and they feel respected and um, yeah, they feel like they have a place where they are known and they are wanted. Um, But yeah, another thing is like with with me being wanting to be a teacher, that sort of falls into that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like nurturing sort of the younger generation. Yeah. Being a teacher puts me in that place of being able to um, in that position of, 
oh, I can sow into your life here. I can encourage you here. It, um, I think a teacher and a student have a very special bond that's unlike any other job out there. Yeah. Um, for yeah, um, unless you're like a youth worker or, or something very specific like that. Um, and yeah, I think that also I'm not never going to stop doing music. I love music. I live and breathe music. I'm going to be playing in church till I'm 80, <laughs> probably after that as well. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't seek to um, make money off my music. I just seek to make people happy and cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Interesting. I think, I think that's most of my job wise future plans. But I've got I've got a lot. I'm a future thinker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting as well because, you know, I've spoken to sort of, you know, other people your age and it's super common. And I remember when I was finishing school, everyone listening, you know, when you're in that stage, it's it's really common for people not really to know what they want to do. Oh, yeah. And there's almost this pressure to feel like that you have to be enrolled mm. in a university, you know, that first year out of school. Have you and your friends sort of like your your classmates and everything sort of have you felt that pressure coming coming out of school that there's a sort of this expectation that oh the first year out of school like you have to you have to do something with your life mm. is, the, is there that pressure there or has that has that not really affected you too much I think that um, for me personally I've just known that I want that's what I want to do and that's what I need to do to get yeah. there um, but for other people that have only just started figuring out what they want to do now I definitely think that yeah there's been this this pressure and this um, expectation of them expectation, that they yeah. that they mm. didn't exactly want, but now they've just sort of just accepted mm. and they're like, oh yeah, I, I want this. But then you sort of like, you look at them and you sort of see that there's not that willingness. There's not that motivation. Passion, they're, just, yeah. they're just doing, yeah, no passion. They're just going at it because that's what they're told they're supposed to do. And I think, yeah, that's really mm. interesting. I yeah. like that. Yeah, that's what they're told that they're supposed to do. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's the interesting thing for me, and again, we've touched on the podcast a little bit, is that the crazy thing is that sort of this, this that that pressure, that um, expectation, as you said, to sort of, uh, you know, be enrolled in university or have yeah. some job, you know, some sort of direction as you come out of school is that everyone develops at different ages as well. Mm. And everyone's stories and backgrounds are going to be different. You can't expect to have your life sort of figured out, yeah. you know, by your 19 years of age. <laughs> I mean, I know Jacob and I can can speak on that from experience. It's as you come in through your twenties, your passions alter, and you know you have life experiences. You meet yeah. people, yeah. you go places. Priorities change, and you can't really plan for that. But having said that, it is still good to do what you. Yeah, it's really good what you've got there, and to have have some sort of a vision in terms of what you want to do, and really not be aware of your identity and your passions yeah. moving forward. So, I, and I do want to bounce back to those, to those passions now. So especially for sort of working with, um, with the youth there, which again, sort of like our podcast in real life almost. <laughs> That's what you guys do. Yeah, right? yeah. So, sort of, sort of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, where did that sort of start for you? Give us a little bit of a background. You mentioned sort of that, that, that you, 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 you were in that position, um, you know, once upon a time, is that where it started for you? You sort of had some role, role model figures in your life and you, and you wanted to, to yeah. be that for, for younger yeah. people. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. When I started going to youth, um, I had youth leaders that were just amazing and I just fell in love with how they um, treated me. And I found that I didn't felt feel like I belonged any other place except for um, at youth or um, with mm -hmm. those people that were sowing life into me okay. and um, caring about me in a way that I hadn't really, like apart from parents, I hadn't experienced anywhere else. 
Um, and so I take, I've taken my personal experience, um, which is a good one. And I know that not everyone has a good experience with this, this sort of stuff, but I took my experience and I was, I was moved by it and I saw how I could be used to have the same effect to other people because I know that those um, youth leaders that affected me didn't just affect me. Mm. They affected like tens and tens of kids. Yeah. Um, and throughout their life, they'll affect mm. hundreds, if not thousands. Mm. And so I just see this, this wave, this ripple effect. Um, and if I'm able to do that for even one kid, that would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What are some key characteristics that you feel are super important to instill um, in young people, even like young teenagers, like 12, 13, 14 year olds? What are some of the key characteristics that you want to instill in young people? I would say that um, respect would be one. Mm -hmm. Um, I see a lot of troubled kids who muck up, not because they feel like they have to because they're pressured by friends, but because they're not respected. Right. And they don't, un they don't see that if they don't, un if they don't respect, say if they don't respect a teacher, that teacher is not really going to respect them mm. um, most of the time. And so they don't see that um, one or the other needs to change. And so I think if um, us as youth can learn to respect others outside and also inside our age bracket. Um, if we can learn to love others as we want to be loved, then that is, that's one of the key characteristics that I think will positively move our generation forward. Um, another would be knowing who you are. Um, I see too many people that get washed away in, oh, this is cool. I'm going to mm. go out and have a drink when I'm 15 years old. And <laughs> yep. like, it's just, it's a, there's a lot of toxic, toxic um, things that happen because of peer pressure and because kids feel, oh, this is the right thing to do because it's cool. Mm. And I think that if kids know who they are, if people know who they are, yeah, they will be able to distinguish between this is me and this is not me and I'm not going to get involved in this stuff that is not me. Mm. This is what I believe. These are my morals. These are my values and I'm not going to step outside that. And I think that's I think that might be another characteristic is having good morals, good values yeah. um, and have, making them strong, not just, not just weak. Like mm. uh, maybe they need to be rock solid. Yeah. I guess that sort of boils down to identity, mm. right? Yeah. Knowing who you are and, Jacob and I actually did an episode on that uh, a few weeks back now on identity, uh, which, which you can uh, check out as well after this podcast. You should do um, it. Yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> uh, great. So the, those two issues that you sort of touched on there, yeah, identity and respect. Mm. Um, and, yeah, that's definitely something that I guess I don't want to say that's like an issue sort of like with young yeah. people, but, well, actually in terms of sort of the issues, maybe like the negatives, what are some sort of – issues that you also see in young people or are those sort of like the main ones like sort of I guess a lack of respect and identity are there any other sort of main issues that you see among young people that you would like to see I guess fixed a little bit um I don't know like mm. it that'll be throwing my personal values into the mix <laughs> yeah, yeah um like yeah. I personally am never going to drink because I see so many people just go and get wasted on weekends and mm. I'm not saying that like having having alcohol is bad mm. um 
because I actually see there's quite a few health benefits to those sort of to some of those drinks. Then, and I know that it can be um, a way that people can wind wind down and relax, and mm. it's just to wind, what to wind down. No. You almost said wine there, and I'm sorry, I had to. Wine with a I'm D. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, continue on. Yeah. And so, like, I think that I'm probably so against alcohol yeah, yeah. because I've put myself at this extreme. Um, like, if say, if it was if, if alcoholism was right wing, I'm as far left wing as you can get because I want people to realize, no, this isn't this isn't the way to live. Mm. There's so much, like, um, there's much better ways to enjoy the night. Mm. Um, but that's like, I'm trying to think of st- things that I feel, um, just in general and uh, you, things that, um, answer the question, but don't inflict my personal opinion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause I know that everyone has a different opinion and mine isn't right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. wrong, but it's, 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 it's your personally. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, no, no, no. I de- definitely think sort of again, just going back to the whole uh, respect and identity. Those were the two ones uh, that I really like. We actually we interviewed a um, a musician, Jason Cole, just the other day, and he spoke about um, one that sort of that that doesn't really get brought up too much um, in with young people because it's sort of I guess it's maybe a bit deeper. Um, but empathy. Oh, empathy. I like that. That's a big one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I guess it's something they don't really think about too much. Being empathetic. Mm. You think that's an important one as well? Yeah. Yeah, empathy. There you go. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. So now you've sort of got a bit of a vision in terms of where you're going. Uh, well, I just so, hope it stays well, that way. <laughs> well, I mean, well, that's the thing. You never yeah. know. I mean, things change. Like we said, things change. Um, cool. So with your in terms of your youth work, so the two things were um, being a teacher. Uh, what was a PDH PDHP teacher. teacher. Awesome. Cool. And and also being a youth worker as well. Yeah, so cool. youth leader or youth pastor, youth, at, yeah, yeah, um, for my church. Awesome, yeah, really, really good. So, and you've sort of established that role at the. You've sort of almost. Yeah, been, I'm stepping into currently yeah. stepping into that role. Great. So, what's sort of the age bracket you sort of work with at the moment? Um, so, I guess our youngest would be twelve. Okay, because they they come as soon as they um, hit year mm. seven, um, and the oldest would be. Probably 19, I think, actually. Some kids, like, they finish year 12 and they don't stop coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just fine as long as they have a working with children's tracks so they can actually legally yeah. be there. Um, no, that's right. Yeah, no, yeah. But I, I get why they don't leave. But, yeah, so that would be the sort of age Yeah, market. cool. How crucial has that sort of been working just in your church, you know, developing the sort of passion that you've sort of had? Like, is that is that sort of like that a key instigator for, for you wanting to sort of have this future and sort of working with young people, um, working, you know, having that experience already so far in the church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would, yeah, I would definitely say that it would have um, not only developed my passion because I've been able to be in those situations, but also it's developed my skills. Yeah. Um, So I think that um, because I've been able to be in these situations, which has made me more excited for the future in in terms of what I can do in similar situations, say 10 years down the line or whenever. Um, but also it's the skills that are needed for that have increased in me because I've been trained. I've been, um, I've had leaders been sewing into me and um, advising me and helping me through life. Um, and they've been even opening up to me and like, Oh yeah, this is what we'd do if like a kid was doing this or, you know, so I think it's, that that I haven't I wouldn't have gotten that 
if I wasn't in that, um, if I wasn't in the church, mm. I wouldn't have had that experience because I, I, I don't want to say that there's that it's completely unique experience because I have been to a few other places that aren't church um, organizations that do have that sort of same passion, that same vision, that same feeling, that same community sense, um, which is a big thing. Um, but I'd say that for me, I, I found that a lot more commonly in church places. And yeah, it's, it's definitely helped me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. How does, uh, how does sort of the music things tie into all of this? Are there any plans? Like, would you ever be a music teacher as well? Uh, oh, I, I did look into it. <laughs> so currently, um, if anyone from Arimba, uh, university, <laughs> Arimba campus of Newcastle yeah. uni is listening, um, you don't currently offer a music slash PDHPE teacher thing, so I changed that, please. <laughs> Wait, is, was that actually a thing, or are you? Yeah, we had a look yeah. the other week, and yeah. um, they they didn't even. Oh, actually, I don't think they offered music. Right at a rimba. Yeah, for music teaching. Yeah, but like, I don't think. Do they do music? Te- I don't. I don't, I don't I think don't they did. I don't there know. Rimba. I don't think yeah. that I remember. Or we, I think we even checked Newcastle, yeah. and like I checked other places, and they had it. I yeah, was like right. yeah, we have it. Yeah. But no, they had everything else except for for music teacher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so, but is that is that something you'd sort that, of that would be to? cool? But it'd be because I no, I'd have to choose another uni yeah. or um. And I'm quite passionate about going to Arimba. I think it's mm. I've been there a few times, and it's just it seems awesome. Yeah. Um. But so yeah, I'd either, either have to choose another uni or do another few years. Mm. Um. It probably wouldn't be like another four because I've already done stuff that would have will have um, crossed over into yeah. that anyway. Um, whether that's applicable for another uni, if I do one at Arimba and one at Macquarie or something, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, I would I would love to be a music teacher because um, I love music. I'd just be worried all the ki- all the, about all the kids that are smashing the um, keyboards and, you know, hitting the drums yeah. too hard. Oh, it gets crazy. Throwing guitars around. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that, but I'm imagining it probably happens oh. sometimes. Yeah. Oh, no, I legit don't. Like I've, I've mentioned this a couple of times on the podcast. So I teach guitar as well. There's been times where there's been kids like in little group lessons, kids like lifted guitars over their heads, like threatening to hit each other with oh, them. And like, oh my gosh, relax. <laughs> kids, please. You guys aren't rock stars. Calm yeah. down. You don't, you don't have like seven backups <laughs> behind stage. Exactly. It's, it's <laughs> like your mum spent 150 bucks on that little classical guitar don't smash it <laughs> yeah um so arimba arimba university you're sort of so is that the one you yeah, sort of it just seems cool yeah are you locked into that course already or are you no <laughs> no that's okay yeah i still haven't yeah. applied for uac but i know everything that i need to do cool. i just haven't been out i've been quite busy and yeah um that's why we had to push back our interview for a few weeks yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's <laughs> but um cool. yeah. yeah so I've, I know everything that I need to do. I just yeah. need to do it. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I think Arimba would be the place to be. Um, yeah, I went for an open day um, before um, and they had a few different like tasters, I guess, mm. um, for different courses and secondary teaching was one. So I went to it and they had this really cool system where there was um, a webcam that was like shining down on the floor mm. and there was like um, animated people that were just i think there were people in america um right. and they had like 
motion capture things on mm-hmm. their face or whatever. And it was a virtual classroom. Right. Um, right. That's, that's the point I'm getting to. They had a virtual classroom. And I thought <laughs> that's really cool. Like I'd be scared to use that, but that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like you communicate and you teach people in America, um, just as part of this program that, and, um, whatever. And, and yeah, it just seems really cool. Mm. Um, but I'm sure other unis would have something like that or probably even use that system. But, mm, um, yeah. no, yeah, I just walking around a room where I was like, this place seems like I'd belong here. Mm. Um, In, important yeah. for, uh, like you mentioned, like sort of having taste, tasting the tasters, like to experience, you know, mm. even those little open days where you can go along. So important for young people. Yeah. You got to you know? know what you're getting into. Yeah, exactly right. Got to know what you're getting into, uh, especially because it's such such a scary time. Just those things, like those open days when you can go along, you know, yeah. talk, you know, and really encouraging sort of young people to also just like talk to people sort of mm. in that yeah. sort of in those fields so you can get yeah. a bit of a taste. Like I've got a friend like. who um who's a bit older and he, he was doing mm. law, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is a meme on its own. And he was doing it for like, I think he's done three years now, which is quite a while. Yep. It's like about, it's over a thousand days, I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> and so earlier this year, he decided to drop it and start studying to become a geography teacher. Yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> You could have known that a bit earlier. Yeah. I mean, that's, that goes back to what I was saying before in terms of like your priorities change, passions change. Yeah, but if yeah. you went to an open day or something, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Um, so how long is um is is your is your course? Four it's years. Four years, okay. It is the four years. Three years, I think, if I do really well or something. If I don't you know. do really well. I don't know. That says that that's on the website. If you do really well, it's three years. Heard. <laughs> three years if you do really well, everyone. Um, <laughs> really good. Uh, uh, so you feel pretty comfortable moving into university into the future here? Define comfortable. <laughs> uh, uh, how nervous on a scale of one to ten are you feeling? I think it'll be a good experience. Oh, yeah, but I'm, that's good. Optimism. I, I am wary that it's new. Mm. But new new isn't always bad. No, that's uh, that's maybe one of the main but takeaways. New is from also this unfamiliar. New is uh, that by definition it is unfamiliar. <laughs> But it, it, it isn't always bad. <laughs> yes, awesome. Cool. As we come towards the end of the podcast here, I want to sort of ask you just for a final question. What what sort of advice would you maybe give to your younger self? You know, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's wind the years back about five years or so, a 13, 14-year-old uh, Noah Crawford. Uh, yeah. What advice would you give to yourself in that sort of, in that sort of uh, stage of life there as you're sort of growing into yourself a bit? You know, and you, I mean, you are still quite young, so <laughs> thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um. So to uh, earlier version of myself, uh, stop worrying so much. It's yep. not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. There's been several times. I say that because there's been several times in my life when I've had, I've just been freaking out because of X, Y, or Z has happened, and it's turned out that it wasn't really anything. It was just someone said something and they didn't mean it, or mm. it could be anything that happened, and I just worry about mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, that's right. And having a perspective on like little issues like that. Yeah. And then you look back in a couple of years time and it's like, what was that? Yeah. And you know what? You'd kind of do the same thing to the HSC after yeah. you finish. You're like, yeah, what was that? Was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing. Even if you get bad marks, you can, there's other pathways. Exactly. That's the good thing. I'm so counting the, on that for English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. That's right, man. Uh, we are up to the point now of the podcast where we like to talk about the three songs that oh, each guests, okay. each guests, cool. each guest adds to the young people playlist. It's available on Spotify. Each guest 
adds three songs Ooh. of their choice. Anything Ooh. they can be, and it's uh, it's the players have just become just this bigger. Uh, a, a nice big color palette of all these sort of different flavors like that. Of, of songs and genres. So Noah, uh, let's dive into your first song, and you can, if you feel feel free to talk about you know a little bit behind it and okay. passion, um, why you like it. So there's a little tiny bit of a story behind this mm-hmm. first song. Um, it's called "There's Still Light in the House" by Valley. Good song. It is an awesome song. Um, so a friend of mine sent me another song by Valley, and I had to listen to it, and I really liked. Um, how the band sounded. So I naturally just went onto the Spotify page and there up the top was the number one song, There's Still a Light in the House. So I Boom. gave a listen to it and I loved it. End of story. It, no, yeah, no, <laughs> it is a good song. It certainly is. Yeah. So that's on the players. And the song number two. Um, so the next song is Love Changes Everything in brackets live by Red Rocks Worship. <laughs> the live version. It well, that's, live. I think that's the only version on Spotify, so yeah, yeah. I don't even know if there's no, another version. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Cool. Um, so that song's on there because, um, well, that's probably just to signify that I, I love God and I love Jesus and I love worship. Um, and, yeah, it's a song that I got to play three years ago back at my old church, um, and we played it. I hadn't listened to the song, and so the... Um, worship leader put it on for 15 seconds and i was like i got this and i started because i was this, I was really heavy into country at that time oh yeah um now i'm, I'm sort of into indie rock pop i'm into everything man but yeah so <laughs> good, i was good. into country so i started laying down this i detuned my snare so it was mm. really fat and i was just playing this this um real simple drum beat and it, like four on the floor it was very country <laughs> and <laughs> I, then I went home, like I, and it went great. It was awesome. It was lots of fun to play. But I went home later, and I was like, I listened to it, and I was like, it's not really that country. It, it, it's still quite groovy, but yeah. it wasn't nearly the amount that I just, I was chucking everything at it. Um, I, I love that confidence of sort of listening to it for 15 seconds. Like, ah, I got it. Yeah, no, no, no. It's fine. Yeah. It's like, sure, do you want to listen to more? It's like, nah, nah. 15 seconds. <laughs> All right, song number three. Yeah. Um, the third song. Is a country song. <laughs> oh, no, good. Please. Um, it's my guilty pleasure. Yes. Nice. I love that. Yes. Um, it's Yours If You Want It by Rascal Flatts. Ah, yes. Um, Rascal Flatts has been one of my favorite country artists. Um, I can't sing as high as him, so I have to, if I play one of his songs, I have to use the transpose function. Yes. <laughs> on a DJ app. <laughs> but no, uh, I really, um, I was going to put um, God Bless the, uh, Bless the Broken Road mm. by them. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is my favorite song. I love, I just love the meaning behind it. But then, um, as I, a few years ago when I was into, re- into country, I, um, and I loved, um, Bless the Broken Road. And so I listened to some of, um, Rascal Flatts, other stuff, such as the classic Life is a Highway. Mm. Um, and I came across Yours If You Want It and, I just really liked how it sounded and the, I watched the music video on YouTube and it was, it was interesting. It was cool. I, yeah. It well, was, we have to check it out now. It's interesting, <laughs> is it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I just remember it yeah. having some good cin- cinematography. Right. And right. it like the, yeah. the um, picture just like um, the movie just told a story mm. um, that went along with the lyrics and made it seem quite a bit more sweet than if it's just the lyrics <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah totally yeah totally. but no it's it, they're all good songs so listen to them those are the three songs and you can find them right now on the playlist and while you're there on spotify 
You can uh, follow the Young People podcast there oh. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We are everywhere. Uh, we've got new podcasts coming out every single Monday. And then head over to the uh, social media platforms. We're on there on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all over the place. Use the hashtag <laughs> the Young People Podcast when, you, when you're talking, talking about us. Or hashtag TYPP for short. Oh. Uh, would you like to play? I mean, it's interesting because, I mean, sometimes we have like, you know, like, you know, a solo artist come on that want to plug their music and stuff. They, they plug themselves. But, I mean, you, would you like to plug yourself? You don't have to. Do you mean? In terms of your socials, do you want people to follow you? <laughs> um... Well, I don't know. <laughs> if I'll, I'll quickly just I'll it's okay no yeah, let, let me let me do this this is good this is this is this is good for me well, to you, oh, remember your username no not because my... a lot of people don't know their username it's funny it's like <laughs> I have to scroll right to the bottom yeah and then I find myself and yeah. no4h um, oh is this Spotify yes oh this is oh, on yeah, Spotify yeah. this is my music right from like oh this is 2018 that's recent um <laughs> yeah I put out an album. Wait, you put out an album? Yeah, it was. We didn't uh, even not, talk about that in the podcast. You put out an album? That's okay. I like I to didn't forget know about that. it. <laughs> well, we're gonna while you're on Spotify, after you listen to the Young People playlist in the podcast in full, go ahead and check out Noah's secret album that he, that he released in 2018. It's so good. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's, well, it's it's very like electronic. <laughs> right, right. So not no country, or is it sort of like electro country? It's, that would it's cool. just all electro because it's it was easy to make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Noah, thanks so much for coming all on uh, the Young People Podcast, having a chat. Uh, it's really good to hear that you're really passionate about young people and, and yeah. you know, building building confidence and a sense of identity in their lives, uh, which is great. So, Oh, I get you what you were asking now. Yeah? You were asking about my actual, like, in your my playlists. Were you? No, no. no. Oh, you were, you no, were, just in oh, regards to if people wanted to follow you follow. on social media. Well, people can follow me on Spotify as well. I do my own playlist, which is pretty cool. There you go. Um, nice. So on Instagram, it's at <laughs> Noah, which yep. is N-O-A-H, yep. or lowercase, underscore, Crawf, which is C-R-A-W-F. That's, that's Instagram. Get on it. Facebook. Just your Noah name. Crawford. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Well, if you want to hit Noah up, you can find him there. But Noah, thanks once again for coming onto the podcast. Oh, no worries. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And we will see you next time. See ya. See ya.